welcome to the Blast From Our Past podcast. We are the podcast that gives you full-on movie breakdowns, TV show reviews, and a whole lot more, all from the things of our nostalgic past. I'm Adam. And I'm Corey. And today we have got another sequels episode for you. We are going to be doing the sequel to our Mortal Kombat episode by giving you Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Arguably the worst <laughs> movie that's ever existed. It's yeah, it's been in that discussion, and it's gonna be one of those days. It's gonna it's gonna be one of those days. <laughs> uh, yeah, and it, I think a lot of our sequels are going to be lesser, and that's just gonna be part of the dynamic. We're gonna have to figure out how do we pull out entertainment from these just the black hole that is the shittiness <laughs> yeah. that is the hell on earth the bargain is, bin yes bargain bin of watching some of these sequels and mortal kombat annihilation is right there it's up there man i thought dude i i truly thought never ending story 2 was going to be like the worst <laughs> of the worst and i watched this today i watched this this morning so imagine my dismay when i woke up this morning i was like okay i was feeling a little under the weather my stomach hurt a little bit because i ate too much candy last mm. night that happens <laughs> right you're over 40 yeah <laughs> i'm over 40 <laughs> and i ate too much candy and i woke up with a tum tum egg <laughs> and i said you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna play some far cry i'm gonna have a little bit of fun this morning and then i'll watch mortal Kombat. my internet was out so i was like oh fuck all right fine so the first thing i have to do is watch mortal Kombat annihilation what a way to start my day yeah what a way to start my day with pure heaping trash yeah you're not being very um you know you're not hiding your spoiler here <laughs> on your, your review <laughs> and it won't matter because we have so much to talk about here because yeah. it's it's yeah. pure madness yeah, it it's is. pure madness if anybody has seen this before which if you're listening to this episode i imagine you probably have or you don't care about the hearing the spoiler that is this film or you've probably heard that this is just known for being an atrocity to filmmaking now before we get into the breakdown what was your experience with this the first time is this the first time you've seen it did you see it before this yeah i've definitely seen it before this uh at least once maybe it was just the once and I think it was in the theater. I mean, I don't. I have the worst memory of all time. I don't remember if I. I probably did because this came out. I was twelve when it came out, and like that's perfect Mortal Kombat time. I think yeah, that you were the market for yes, this. and I and I definitely saw the first one in like the theater. You know, I was ten when that one came out, and you know, I was super hyped for this one, and then I was super not hyped. <laughs> you watch it, and then you just theater. kind of like tuck it away and be like oh yeah haha you you hear little like jokes about how bad it is but you just kind of forget i will say i came into this viewing assuming it wasn't going to be as bad as it was (laughs) i was going to be like oh you know what yeah this is going to be a bad sequel but i'm sure i'll pull out like you know some nostalgia stuff to it uh i will pull out you know some kind of like you know enjoyable something um and it was harder than I thought. And, you know, we'll see that as we kind of talk through oh, it. Yeah. But, we'll, we'll, uh, get, we'll get to all, all of that. Yeah. My my experience was the same as yours. I saw it once in the theater. Big, mm-hmm. big Mortal Kombat fan. Huge Mortal Kombat fan. And I've never seen it since until now. Mm-hmm. And I remember it being bad. Nothing could prepare me for what I <laughs> saw <it>. today. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So Mortal Kombat Annihilation came out in 1997. This was only two years after the first movie came out, and I don't think they greenlit a sequel until after that movie was successful. So they rushed the hell out of this film. That's just obvious just from their timing and from everything that we're seeing, (laughs) from the writing, 
from the graphics, from oh, oh everything. Oh, my God, dude. Oh, my. Just in the first scene alone when we get there, I have so yeah. much to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this film was directed by John Leonetti. Uh, he doesn't really have any other directing stats of note. Let me guess. Was he, like, a stunt coordinator, maybe? No, he wasn't. Uh, he was a cinematographer. Oh, so wow. And because, you know, he, this movie looks so good. <laughs> he was the cinematographer on the first Mortal Kombat. And so... But wait, then how did this movie look worse than the first one? Uh, well, because they had a different cinematographer for this one. You would think, but, though, that if your director, though, was a cinematographer, yeah, that he would, you know... He should have just stayed as a cinematographer. Well, maybe because he hired his older brother... Mother of uh, God. Yes, Matthew... Nepotism at, as, at its finest. Matthew Leonetti is the cinematographer. Uh, well, let's talk to him for a second. But, uh, yeah, so John Leonetti, the director, this was his very first directing credit. Uh, and he did direct some things. I don't know how anybody gave him a job after this. But uh, he was a cinematographer, a director of photography. I don't know why they would have felt, you know, we should give this guy a chance. Because director of photography and director are two very different roles. Of course, set. yes. Uh, and well, so, one one deals with the look, and one deals with the actors. Yeah, but as a cinematographer, I mean, these things I wouldn't say are super stand out visually. But he was the cinematographer slash director of photography. Same kind of pretty much same right, thing right. in the industry. Uh, he did this movie, or he did the original movie. I mean, uh, he did The Mask, Joe Dirt, The Scorpion King, Piranha 3D, which I like. Yeah, I, I, well, <laughs> I, don't, I saw that one in theaters, and that was. <laughs> Weird movie. There's more ridiculousness and nudity in that movie than I thought there was going to be, but I never really saw the original Piranha. Okay. Oh, yo, the original, I think James Cameron did number two. Okay. And it was Roger Corman was the Uh, first one. Yeah. yeah, I I wasn't a big Corman fan growing up as a kid, so I didn't see a lot of those older older Piranha movies. Uh, And. John Leonetti also directed Insidious and The Conjuring and some other, like Insidious 2. So he's like done Good some, Lord. getting into horror stuff as well. Okay. And I think those are pretty known to be fairly enjoyable, decent horror movies. Yeah, I, did I see Insidious? No, I didn't, but people do like them. Yeah, yeah is that the one with the nun? I think she spun off of it. I think okay. all of these somehow are connected to uh, The Conjuring. Okay. I'm not a big like ghost, movie, ghost okay. horror movie guy, so I don't okay. really know. Uh, and as I mentioned, the cinematographer was his older brother, Matthew Leonetti. Um, Clearly the lesser of the Leonettis. Yes. Uh, but, I mean, he's been the cinematographer for some pretty solid-ass movies. Fast Times at Ridgemont High, that Phoebe Cates scene. Uh, now, granted, it did look good, though, cinematography-wise. Uh, I mean, he was, so he, this is, the, this this is, is the Fast same. Time at Ridgemont High cinematographer is, is Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Exactly. And Poltergeist. Okay, no, I take it back then. then and the, Weird Science then and the failing, Commando. Then the failing is the movie, not, yeah. not them, I <laughs> yeah. guess. The writing's the worst in the movie, as we'll see. Wow. Uh, this film stars Robin Shu reprising his role as Liu Kang. And, and Robin Shu's hair. And Robin Shu's hair. Not as poofy as before, in, but still pretty good. In one scene. In one scene, it was. Uh, the, at, the humidity. The, yeah, the humidity there. blew it out. Uh, Talisa Soto reprises her role as Katana. Still hot. S- yeah, she is absolutely gorgeous. Not St- the best still actress. Still can't fight. Still yeah, can't still fight. Still not can't a great act. fighter, yeah. <laughs> uh, but she's she's absolutely stunning. Um, there's probably more to her. So I think she's become a better actress through the years, but not this time in her career. James Remar plays Raiden, and he's been in tons of things, but nothing stuck out to me. Okay, so for me... I know him from The Warriors. That was like the okay. big movie where We he... are the Warriors. Not, Isn't that a Pat Benatar song or not something? Not quite, is, but sort of. Is that close. related? <laughs> no. Oh, fuck. Not at all. Okay. Uh, the Warriors is really cool, dude. You should check it out. It's like a comic book come to life. Hmm. It's New York set in the late 70s. 
and it's it's almost like a post-apocalyptic sort of feel to it. But anyways, it's like this old New York feel, and a bunch of uh, gang members have to get back to Coney Island. And you've heard like warriors. They come really out want and, a hot dog. <laughs> yes, that, that's what they want to do. But you've heard the thing warriors come out and play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I've I've seen you the, know some of the references. the warriors font is very. Fa- I yeah. feel like that that yeah. visual of like the the poster is right. very um, very eighties. So, so James yeah. Remar got big on that, and then he kind of blew his career when he fucked up on Alien. So he was our original Hicks. There's an alternate oh, reality shit. where we, where he's Hicks. Oh. And 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 so uh what's his name? Damn. Um Michael Bean? So Michael Bean got called in after they had to fire James Remar because he was too apparently too coked out, too just crazy. Wow. He just was not at a good point in his life. I think he, he's clean now and he's yeah. very, you know, he's 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 sort of on the mend and everything, but his career was going up and at a high, and then he died. Basically, aliens killed it. Mm-hmm. And there's only one shot in the movie that is still James Remar. Is it back of his head or it's something? It's the back of his head. It's when they huh. first walk into the hive, and they do this big pan up where you see the roof, and you basically see all the aliens yeah. walling in its okay. grandiose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they had, that shot was so complicated that they had to do it so early on. They used James Remar with it, and then they, they couldn't reshoot that one. So okay. they, they're like, fuck, it doesn't matter. We'll keep yeah, it. And it's the only time he's in it, so huh. that's 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 interesting. That is interesting. Yeah, uh, I mean, I Michael Bean is actually awesome in Aliens. I think he plays he plays uh, Hicks perfectly, and right. I couldn't imagine. Raiden yeah, without as, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Well, I mean, yeah. Do you think that there's an alternate reality where Michael Bean is Raiden from Mortal Kombat <laughs> Annihilation? That would be awesome. That's uh, wild. Question for you: uh, You're a Mortal Kombat fan. Yeah. yeah, you've had multiple of the games. Okay. You know, you know the storylines. I've, I've played every single Mortal yeah. Kombat uh, up until the newest one that's about to come okay. out. I'm I pre-ordered that. So yes. And if anybody has listened to the commentary episode that Corey and I did, I think you brought that up. Yeah. You're a big fan. Why did they spell Raiden differently? So in the credits, in the original movie, it's R A I D E N for that's know, how it Gordon. is in the video game. In this movie, it's R-A-Y-D-E-N. That's a fuck-up on this end, on, oh. on like Mortal Kombat Annihilation, and I would imagine... No, 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 how dare you say Mortal Kombat Annihilation fucked up? No, 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 yeah. sir. <laughs> never, it can really? never that, do that. That but is so... Yes. Yeah, I wonder why... I want to know if, like, because obviously it's not Christopher Lambert, it's not the same actor, do they try and be like, hey, it's actually not even the same character, it's, just, it's a different Raiden. Maybe, we spelled it differently. No, maybe, I mean, but that's that's lame as fuck. Yeah, man. I mean, they wouldn't because they set it up that it's, they started it right at the um, yeah. end of the first. But movie. the R A I D E N is the way you do it in the video game. Okay, so I, I have no fucking clue. All right, all right, I, just, I, I, I can't. Sure. Man, there's going to be so much shit that I don't get in this movie, <laughs> and then there's going to be so many Easter eggs that I do get, mm-hmm. and I'm like, these Easter eggs cannot save you, like no. from this atrocity. Yeah. Hell no. All right. Uh, Sandra Hess plays Sonya Blade, and she really hasn't done much that I've seen, but she did something that I laughed at, uh, and she played Viper slash Madam Hydra in the made-for-TV movie... um, the Nick Fury, Nick Fury, oh. uh, with David Hasselhoff. Yes, yes. Yeah, she was she was uh, like a villain in that movie, which ah. I never saw that. I have no idea, but I just saw that on her IMDb, and I was just like, oh fuck yes, yeah, dude. Oh, I never watched that, but I do remember David Hasselhoff as Nick Fury for like that one hot second. What yeah. was that like, late nineties or something? Yeah, I think okay. it was like during his time in Baywatch. I gotta say about her. Well, what's the what's Sony? What Sony? What's Sony's Sony, name? Sandra Hess. Sandra actress, Hess. Yeah. I didn't dislike her in this movie. She was okay. She's you okay. Know. I mean, she couldn't fight either all that much. Just very similar to uh, Bridget Wilson 
in the first movie. I thought she could fight a little better, meaning like maybe, maybe she had like two weeks more of prep time than yeah. Bridget Wilson had, which we yeah, know, like, yes. which we know Bridget Wilson was was sort of rushed and everything. Yeah. But I did feel like she could fight a little yeah. bit better. Yeah, she looked good. She was fine. I like Bridget Wilson's look a little bit better. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Lynn Red Williams plays Jax. And the thing I remember him best from, he was Saber in American Gladiators. He was one of the original American, well, not the first, but in that original run. That's where I know him from. Yeah. The whole time I'm watching him, like, he's, he's kind of, you know, I can sort of recognize him, and I don't know why, but I used to watch American Gladiators all the yes. time. Then, yeah, uh, that's where You would recognize, from. yeah, if you saw Saber, you know, the same guy. I thought he, he's, he was a better Jax than, than the first one. Yeah, that's I mean, for sure. We only saw the first Jax for all of a second. He had big eyes, though, in the first one. I always hated <laughs> yeah. his eyes. He didn't look tough. He looked a little okay. soft. I mean, we, we didn't even see his body. This he, is he's... my Jax right here. Okay. This uh, Saber is my Jax. Mine is probably the Jax from um, Mortal Kombat Legacy. Or no, no, is, is the uh, yeah? Is that the the YouTube? Video oh, we, we can't even bring that into this, okay, man. Because that shit was so good. It I like it was actually quality. Well, se- season one, not season yeah. two. Season two was garbage, but season one was fucking awesome. Okay, all right, moving on. Uh, and then Brian Thompson played Shao Kahn. Uh, I know him from Cobra. Okay, I only really know him from Joe Dirt. <laughs> okay, this. he was in that. Yeah, but he's been been in plenty of stuff. But um, have you ever seen Cobra with Sylvester Stallone? No, I mean I remember seeing like the pictures of it. He's got the big fucking aviators, yeah. and like the gun with like a laser yeah. uh, thing. Like that's that's what I. I mean, it looked exactly like every other fucking he played late night late eighties uh, type of those movies. And you are correct yeah. in assuming that it was because it was, yeah. But it was had kind of you know fun factor to it. But mm-hmm. I, it wasn't one of my favorites. But um, he played the main bad guy in it. That okay. Sylvester Stallone was uh, his character Cobra was after. Gotcha. Now the funny thing is, I recognize him most from a short-lived TV series called uh, Shoot Shoot Shoot. It was called Key West with Fisher Stevens. I don't know that at all. And it was it was wow. yes, I, I could have been like a half a season or something. But he played a. Like a trainer that could talk to dolphins, so like he would like do stupid dolphin things. So he was kind of funny. I, I so liked him some, on that show. Okay. And then he tries to act all tough in here, and, and I'm like, ah. pretty comical in this one though too. Exactly, I exactly. His acting is pretty yeah. comical in this one. Uh, music is done by George S. Clinton. Uh, it's the same guy who did the original, not that George Clinton. I, I know, but it's. I'm surprised <laughs> that it's by the same guy who did the original. Yeah, yeah because they pulled him. I didn't think that this was up to that quality. Yeah, I thought the music in this was shit. Oh, it was that one. The music was utter. Shit and it was film. the same guy. Yeah, same. So dude. I'm guessing he just had us. They're like, "Hey, here's a smaller budget, well, and you have less time to do it." And he's like, "Sure, I'll take the money." Yeah. And- Part of my issue is that in the original, there were a bunch of like other songs that they got licensed to be put into the movie, and so they just got like you know other people's song, like techno songs, and put them in there. This one. There's really not. They have the Mortal Kombat song throughout, like, and then, a couple yeah, times, but yeah. then it's all just like techno, like generic techno that right. must have been yes. score. Like, no, part of the fantasticness of that first movie was you got some really kick-ass, like, n- you know, techno metal artists. I 100% agree on and, that. And, we and have all of this, that. the score on this one felt much lesser, except yeah. for the Mortal Kombat theme, which always holds up. Yes. Yeah, yes, absolutely, which we'll talk about when that comes in. Uh, a couple other people I just want to shout out. This movie was edited by Peck Pryor, uh, not someone that you would probably know, but Peck has edited things like Uncle Buck, Joe Dirt, The Animal, The Hot Chick, Epic Movie, Vampire Sucks, Pixels, any of those like, you know, uh, parody movies, uh, you know, nowadays. I do find it funny that he's a 
obvious comedic editor, uh, and they used him for this film, which I thought was very interesting because you know it's very. There's very a funny. lot of Joe Dirt connections too. Yeah, everyone <laughs> seems to be in Joe. This is the entire cast and crew from yeah. Joe Dirt. But it, to me, I, I look at his credits and I'm just like, oh man, Uncle Buck was the first film he edited, and then he peaked right there. Like Uncle Buck, fantastic film. It's almost a perfect film. That was really. a John Hughes film, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and you know, Joe Dirt is still funny, and then he goes to like. The Animal and the Hot Chick and then the epic movies and then like the vampires. I, and I like, like Rob oh, Schneider, but like the animal is garbage. <laughs> Rob Schneider was an animal. Now he's a carrot. Oh, no. Sorry, that's right. <laughs> that's a South Park reference, but all right. Uh, and then one other last thing I want to shout out before we get into the actual breakdown is uh, Ray Park. Did some stunts in this film. Ray Park, you know, as Darth Maul. Uh, he's done tons of like stunts and just kick-ass characters and, he and was, martial arts characters. He across. was the Headless Horseman in Sleepy Hollow, the okay. Tim Burton movie. Whenever, Most of the time, whenever mm-hmm. there's action. And then when they had to show his face, he was Christopher Walken. But that yeah. was uh, that was Ray Park, too. Cool. Yeah, so uh, he did stunts, and he was also a fight double for Raiden uh, in one of Raiden's like fight scenes. You can kind of actually oh, really see him later. Probably the one at the end where yes. he fights the two reptiles. Yep, okay. that's exactly it. And Robin Shu, who was partly a fight coordinator for the first film, was the fight coordinator in this one as well. Um, I don't think he did as good of a job. As no, he didn't. No. Everyone sort of just dropped the ball. There was no, like. no standout fights. Like There were absolutely standout fights in the first film. None of them in this one. And let's, let's, let's just get into it. You know what? We're not even starting the movie, and I want to be done talking about I know. the movie. It's, so I know. I'm telling you, dude, it felt like the longest morning of my life. Yes, it was. Well, let me help you relive that as we go God, through it scene no. by scene. Please yeah. no. Well, all right. We start off with the Mortal Kombat song. We get the song. We get that symbol opener again. It's the exact same intro it as is the, the ex- first movie. <laughs> it is. And you can see where they CGI the Annihilation. Yeah. It is worse CG than the original, <laughs> so you can tell basically where they cut it. Yeah. I was so stoked going into this with the opening of the original until like halfway through. I was like, it's the original opening. They yeah. couldn't even afford to do a new one. I know. I mean, that didn't bother me. I was, I was probably more... A sequel needs a new intro. Does, but this isn't least, a TV show, man. But I'm at least, like, nostalgic for that. Yeah, so it I was, was pretty... Like, when, when it plays over the New Line Cinema yeah. uh, logo, mm-hmm. I still, to this day, get goosebumps yes. from that. Uh, but I agree, yeah, because, you know, they, they did the graphics of the Mortal Kombat, and then they had Annihilation afterwards, and I was like, oh, you can, you can totally see the difference. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was it, weak it, sauce. And honestly... That's where my my enjoyment of this movie ended, well, right that's, there. That's where most people should probably stop. Like, not li- stop listening to the podcast. Keep listening to the podcast. Sure. But if you're going to watch the movie, just stop right there. Yeah, just no, fucking stop. Nope. Just listen to us retell the movie. You won't have to watch it. Yeah. Uh, we got a narration by Raiden. Uh, we see some footage from the original movie as well. They're really kind of rehashing a lot of that old stuff. Uh, and we kind of get just like a recap of what just happened. And we are starting immediately at like the end scene from... Uh, the first movie is where we're going into that right now from this film when Shao Kahn, and it's actually Frank Welker's voice uh, in the first movie, uh, kind of shows up and is invading Earth anyway. 
And in Shao Kahn looked a little different at the oh, yeah. end of Mortal Kombat the movie. Yeah. He kind of had this weird reptilian face where mm-hmm. the mask kind of melted into it. Yeah. And then he looks cheesy as shit here. Yeah, yeah. It's just a regular dude with a skull mask. And he takes off the skull mask way too much. He, uh, he does. And the skull mask is the best part of his yeah. costume. Because <laughs> without it, he's just a really ugly bald dude. Put the mask uh, Brian back on, Thompson, man. nice guy, I'm oh, sure. Oh, yeah, I'm sure he's a great sure he's a great dude. guy. Not the biggest looker. Uh <laughs> I actually looked him up on IMDb today. I was like, you know what? He looks better as an older dude than yeah. he does as yeah. a younger dude. <laughs> yeah. I will say this, and uh, just to kind of get it off at the top, they really tried to make every costume look like the video game equivalent. Yeah, and I do think in some cases they did pull it off visually until say until until like things started moving. You know, until, yeah, like, <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah, I definitely noticed yeah. that there was like molded plastic. Yeah, uh, and not metal on some of the um, cyborgs and but some shit I like got, and Jax's arms. You'll see that. I gotta hand it to the costume department; they did their job. They tried. Yeah, the movie. It did not do its job. The costuming department, they did their fucking job. Eh, they tried, yeah. With, I'm sure, whatever budget they had. Yes. So Shao Kahn is invading Earth. There's terrible graphics. I, I'm just going to have to say, I don't want to keep saying it every single time, but just a blanket statement. These are some of the worst graphics I've seen in my fucking life. Okay, I, we're going we're gonna to get into this, guys, a lot. Most of this podcast episode is going to be about how bad the graphics are (laughs) so i have to get this off my chest and this is where i the first time i wrote everything is terrible and i wrote it about 19 more times (laughs) in my notes in the opening shot where like shao khan's there the camera's looking up they have to keep doing this uh, um skyline that's all cloudy and dark and it looks like like a fire in there as well yeah there's so many effects layers going on that and one shot, I could take you right to it. I don't know the minute on it. I should have written down the minute. But you can see the split in the plate of the clouds. So there's a straight line mm. where the clouds don't match up because they split the plate. Yeah. And you can see it right above Shao Kahn's head. I'm like, this can't be happening. Yeah. And it shows up twice. You see the plate twice. No one caught that. Yeah. It is the worst visual yeah. effects team I've ever seen in my entire life. There's so many layers happening. There's the like there's the clouds, then there's the people in front, and everyone has that that 1977 blue screen look where the, their outer edges are yes. faded, except this is 1997. Yeah. This is 20 years later. This is insanity. It is. Uh, I I feel bad for anyone who bought the Blu-ray of this film. One, because you bought a Blu-ray for this. But then also, like, every time you see it, that stuff is going to be crisper and even easier to tell apart. Like, we watched the DVD, and that was awful as it was. If you went and saw like an higher an HD version, oh, oh, it's just it's horrible. It's a travesty. It, it can't. I, I, <laughs> I wish someone would actually go back and fix the visual yeah. effects in this just uh, to make it better. Yeah. So one thing I do think is good uh, is that they hired somebody who I thought looked a lot like Lyndon Ashby. You're right. He did. He did. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, At as, first, I, I blinked, and I was like, like, is that Lyndon Ashby? Yeah. It's Bizarro Lyndon Ashby. Exactly. Yeah. yeah so um, He was better than Bizarro Sonya Blade. Yes, he was. He definitely looked a lot more like Lyndon Ashby as Johnny Cage than, than um, yeah, she did. Yeah. He, I mean, he was really only there for, obviously, like one day of shooting uh, just to go and get killed. He gets killed by Shao Kahn. Um, to show that Shao Kahn means business. Yeah, that's pretty much it. 
Uh, we also see kind of like you know these different generals. He could, like Raiden. They call them like the, they're his generals, but like it's the different characters are Shiva, Motaro, Rain. Rain's the purple one, right? Rain's the purple and one. Who's the red one? Ermac is the red one. Okay, Ermac. Why is his name Ermac? It's actually it was uh, it's an camera. It's okay. it's an error code. That's oh, okay. where he gets his name from. I was trying to think of something backwards, but and, no. And basically, it was you know a, a scorpion or sub zero sprite that got in and it gets mixed up and gets red. And the error code that brought it up was called Ermac. People thought that that was a secret character. It wasn't. It was just an error code. Okay. But now they turned it he, into he, it. They turn, which is great. I mean, Ed Boon does that. The, yeah, the, that stuff's cool. The Mortal Kombat team, they always take a lot of stuff that people talk about, like rumors that happen. They'll actually put them into the game and yeah. stuff, like Jade and but stuff like it's that. It's just, it's not... And they make them canon. It's not all that cool right here because, it, to me, it's just like, oh, here's just a, a purple and red scorpion. And yeah. no, they don't look... And they're you not, don't know they're what not, they are. I don't, who they, I don't know who they are. I don't give a fuck who right. they are. And Motaro looks terrible as this centaur. Shiva looks terrible with her forearms because they didn't do this. It, 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 Did it was, they green screen another yes, that's exactly actor's what it, arms on there? Uh, yeah, it's either her or they just doubled hers and like okay. green screened hers down below. Um, I was yeah. wondering why it was a little floaty. I was like, okay, she's a little bit more emotive. I guess she's not. You can you know, see the tracking was yeah, a little weak. The little at tracking times. was a little off. But at the same time, I was like, you know what? She looks better than Goro. Uh, fuck you. <laughs> I, I like the, the, the robotic. Goro was intimidating. It, well, besides his torso that was like three times longer than his legs, that was kind of. <laughs> Ridiculous. She looked more proportionately she accurate. Did, she did look more pro- proportionally accurate, but and again, she looked exactly like the the game sprite but her, too. But her acting, oh my god, it, her acting course. was awful. Of her voice awful. was awful. Goro's voice was fucking great yeah. in the first movie, and voice is such an important part. Ag- agreed. I, I'm, yeah. That's as far as my def- defend so. of the defending of this movie is going to pretty much stick to costumes. Yes, except they do get a lot wrong too. Yeah, yeah. All right, uh, I want to call out a very shitty line that Shao Kahn says. Oh, I wrote it down. <laughs> wrote it down. Uh, and he's talking about how on the seventh day man was created, but now on the on this se- on this seventh day, mankind will rest in peace. So bad, dude. And you know that writer. Oh. That writer was like, "This is gold, Jerry. Gold." <laughs> it's so bad. It's terrible. It's one of the worst lines oh. ever. And I wrote it down too. Yeah. Uh, we then also meet um, Sindel. What's her name? Yeah, Sindel. Sindel. Uh, or Sindel. Yeah, I whatever. You pronounce it. Uh, K- Katana's mother, uh, who's kind of like a ripoff of like a Banshee slash Medusa ish kind of character. I don't know. Yeah, she made her first appearance in Mortal Kombat three. She had this scream, and then she had um, like this. Her hair could do stuff like trip you up or yeah. spin you around yeah. or something she's, like she's that. She's a mix like that. Yeah, and she actually always kind of liked her, but she wasn't one of my favorites. Yeah. Um, speaking of bad lines, this is I think one of the most classic. Maybe not bad lines, but worse deliveries in film history. When she appears, uh, Katana says, Mother, you're alive. Too bad you will die. It is so awful. So bad. I know. I know, man. I mean, it's all terrible. Everything uh, is terrible. Again, let me refer back to my notes. I've already written it, I think, twice now. Everything <laughs> yeah. is terrible. Yeah. If if any of these actors put this film on their acting reel, I feel bad for them. Because no. they should. I'm sure they have something better than this. Sable. They, uh, yeah. uh, Saber. 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 Yeah, he, yeah maybe. Because he was just this pretty much it. American Gladiators. Yeah, this. So, <laughs> yeah. Shao Kahn and Raiden fight. 
uh, immediately one thing that I did notice, and I didn't really like it, I think it hurt the legitimacy of this film, was they started doing their Mortal Kombat, like the video game moves almost immediately in this film. Like they went from the first film that was a legitimate martial arts movie, pretty much, uh, and then you just got a couple special moves. Here, it's like special move after special move. Like, they were happening all the time. And it's just like, no, 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 Well, I just want to see a good fight scene. And you're not getting it because you're getting terrible graphics of Shao Kahn doing his little bull rush move or shooting his skull green thing. Or, or Raiden doing his fly move. And yes. they even use the same sound effect, you know, from yeah. the game where he does that yell. Yeah, I, I kind of got the sense that the producers on this had notes of... Every character has to do at least yeah. one or two of their special moves because you see it everywhere. And I'm, I'm with you. Mortal Kombat 1, was, what makes it so special is every fight is about 85% just straight up fighting. Kung fu, you yeah. know, uh, yeah. hits, parry, hit, parry, you know, throw, kick, all that kind of stuff. Mortal Kombat 1 felt more grounded in, yeah. because of that. Yeah. This... They go heavy into the, the the special moves, which means they have to go heavy into the special effects. Raiden's lightning never looks good once never. in this entire movie. No. Whereas if it was Raiden from the first movie, it's okay because he barely does anything mm-hmm. and that lightning looked better. But here, they're like, okay, guys, we're gonna, we got to use all of the special moves right out of the gate. Here we go. Lightning, lightning, lightning. Yeah. But it all looks like garbage. It does. So what, do you, what are you supposed to do? You... What's that? You're supposed to turn off the fucking movie. Fuck me. Go watch something Every, else. <laughs> everything is terrible, yeah. guys. Uh, I do want to call out some shitty, more shitty lines. Uh, one, it annoyed me that Shao Kahn gave the line, it has begun, um, because that was Terry Tagawa's, Tagawa's line, that was Shang Tsung's line in the first movie, and you're not as cool, Sh- uh, Shao Kahn, you're not as fucking cool as Sh- Shang Tsung. It's just... I'm sorry. It's not. Not I'm sorry. You're fucking not. <laughs> and so that pissed me off. But then. Preach. Preach, brother. Preach. But then. He, so he's got his whole horde of like people. And then he says this line. Annihilator! And I'm just. Oh. I almost just wanted to. Just fucking stop. Again, a note from the uh, producer. You have to put Annihilation. <laughs> yeah. Or some form of that into the movie. <laughs> yeah. It, it was really really cheesy and you know it was like ADR too yeah oh it was because it wasn't on screen exactly there's actually I don't remember what part it is so I'll just say it now there's a a scene later where it's a close-up shot of Shao Kahn's face I think it's during a fight when he's wearing the mask he says something and his mouth doesn't even move and I'm like (laughs) okay they just straight ADR that right over top of his face with no moving mouth yeah and that's the kind of movie this is yes it is uh all right Apparently, the portal that is keeping Outworld, you know, separate from Earth uh, is being kept open. Apparently, Shao Kahn's cheating somehow. Um, that's pretty much it. That's that's the main gist. He's trying to invade. He's like, hey, fuck that whole tournament that we just had. I'm just going to do what I want, which kind of annoys the fuck out of me because, like, what was the whole point of the tournament? And honestly, I mean, you can't say Mortal Kombat's got the best story ever, but this is one of the reasons I'm not a big fan of Mortal Kombat 3. In Mortal mm-hmm. Kombat 1 and 2, the video games, the story was, it just it felt more cohesive. Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden, in 3, this is the storyline oh, for number 3. It? Really? Which is like, Shao Kahn's like, no, fuck it. I'm yeah. just going to open up the gates to hell. And now yeah. you're, that's why you're like fighting on the streets of, you know, whatever city it is. Oh. Whereas I liked in, in Mortal Kombat 1 and 2, it felt like a tournament. It felt like every stage was something that was a constructed stage that you were supposed hmm. to go to to fight. Mortal Kombat 3 had more of like a street, quote unquote, street fighter feel, meaning like they're fighting wherever they happen to be. 
Okay. Okay. I didn't. I didn't realize that. And that I was didn't a, like that. No, I didn't realize that was a bit of the. That was the actual storyline. So, okay, I give them props for following the storyline, but I agree it's a shitty storyline. Yes, agreed. Yeah, because um, it just yeah when you just the, when your entire plot of your second movie is just like, eh, forget we're not going to follow the rules of the first movie it, it at all. It negates the first movie. It's, yeah, exactly. And that's why I mean people have a problem with Alien Three because of that because at the beginning with Newt and Hicks dying yeah. at the beginning of Alien Three. It's like, what's the point of aliens? Yeah, like that it just negates the entire True. point of that. She was movie. just by herself at the end of Alien. This is this is like nothing happened to her. Exactly. Huh. So that's. I mean, I give or take like Alien Three sometime, but I like Aliens better. That's and in my head, it kind of ends there. Better than Resurrection. <laughs> Alien Three is at least better than Resurrection. Agreed. One hundred percent agreed. Yeah. You know what's also just fucking weird and not good. Uh, these balls, they hop into these big travel balls that really don't come back really ever again. We don't really, like, need them. They're just... Also, the thing that... So they're, they're in these... It's, it's a way of, of moving around the Earth through, like, a hollow Earth scenario. And they say you can move to anywhere on Earth in, in mere hours. I'm like, well, we can do that now with fucking planes. Yeah. <laughs> also, they have established in the first movie and in this movie, teleportation exists. Multiple people te- can teleport, like Raiden. So what the fuck do we need these goddamn balls for? It's just a way to smush Katana and Liu Kang together to, like, air hump. And and for Katana to, like, smell his hair and look all, like, lovingly. But truthfully, I think this was a part of Saber's contract. I think for them to get... <laughs> I think it's, for, the, it's the atmosphere, baby! Yeah. I think for them to get Saber, they, had, they said, you know what? You have to make some sort of American Gladiators scenario in this movie. <laughs> he, he wasn't in them, He wasn't in them, but they had to somehow incorporate an American Gladiators scenario here. Yeah, I like that. You know yeah. what? I will give them a pass just it, for that. And, and I was, I was going to write down on my notes, it's kind of neat that they're doing like a hollow earth scenario, but I literally said, if fuck it, I don't care, and I just put my pen down. <laughs> it's, 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 it's not neat, because it doesn't mean it's shit. It's not. I, I'm trying to bring something positive to this, yeah. but there's really nothing. Right. Well, we're going to cut to Outworld, and we see Shao Kahn, and he's talking with his father, Chinook. Which is a um, he's he's a villain in the Mortal Kombat yeah. universe. He comes in, I think, Mortal Kombat four, and that's when Mortal Kombat went three D for the first time with like okay. polygons and everything. Yeah, and, yeah. and Shinnok has been in the Mortal Kombat like as a big bad for a while. It's okay. usually like Quan Chi, Shinnok, and Shao Kahn type of thing. Okay, uh, but he's not. I mean, he's not Shao Kahn's father, or is he Shao Kahn's father in the game? Honestly. I don't know. Someone, I'm sure it's out there on a wiki or not. Um, I don't know. I don't think, I'm fairly certain that Raiden and Shao Kahn are not brothers. Yeah. And that was I, a I don't, twist. I, the Shinnok thing, if I remember correctly, because I wasn't a big fan of number four, uh, I think he was just a really like sort of high-powered wizard. Yeah, he seems like he's, he's just a magician from the pictures. I, I have yeah. kind of seen him before. And and he kind of worked with Quan Chi, became his second-hand man. So like okay. Quan Chi became the new Shang Tsung, meaning like the like the second-hand sorceress, uh, sorcerer. Sorry. Yeah. And and so like they became the new duo. But now in, in the current Mortal Kombat stuff, they still mess around and bring them in and stuff. And she, like Shinnok is still like a big part of the lore and the canon. But I don't. 
A, I don't think he was an elder god, and B, I don't think he was Shao Kahn's father, but I, I could be wrong, mainly because this these weren't the storylines that I really dug. I, yeah. I, I loved Mortal Kombat 1 and 2. Even though I've played them all, I've never really loved all any of the other stories. Okay. And then when they rebooted it with Mortal Kombat 9, they combined 1, 2, and 3. They basically retold yeah. uh, 1, 2, and 3 in Mortal Kombat 9, and they sort of did a... A Star Trek, J.J. Abrams Star Trek reboot. Yeah. Because it was one of those things where the canon keeps going and then Raiden from the, the original canon has to go back in time uh, to tell old to tell his younger yeah. self. But it, it or, sets or off X Men Days of Future exactly. Past for other people. So so it's still <laughs> it's still canon, but then they do different shit in, in Mortal Kombat Nine, the retelling of one, two, and three. They do different shit yeah. like Sub Zero dies in this one and he gets turned into Sub Zero, Cyborg Sub Zero. So like they 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 change a little couple things here and there, and it's really cool. And then that led into Mortal Kombat Ten, and then now and, and so that's the storyline that's now going into Mortal Kombat Eleven that's going to drop in a couple weeks. Yeah, we're, we're a couple weeks from when we're recording. Yes, let's just say we're Sorry, recording yeah. this very early. Yeah, but we don't know when we're going to pull this out just because uh, John and I, who run the podcast, uh, we kind of use this content whenever we need it. So. Maybe we, we we do the sequels. We put them out whenever you know. Maybe we can't record, or we just want to get extra content out there. So maybe we'll record, we'll drop this earlier. Maybe we won't. Whatever you're an idiot for drop. You're the one who said the date, so I had to qualify qualify that. No, I, I'm not looking at you like accusatorily. Okay. I'm looking at you with love in my eyes. Yes, but that's so that's that's just to give them the context. But seeing the fact that we're both behind these weird podcast yeah. screens, we can only see our upper eyes. Yeah, it is very strange. <laughs> one thing I want to go back to. Uh, is so Shinnok. My problem story-wise of having Shinnok here, and he's this elder god, and he's actually well, we don't know yet that he's, but he's an elder god anyway. Um, and he's Shao Kahn's daddy, uh, and he's kind of telling him what to do. This really hurts the legitimacy of Shao Kahn as our main villain. This makes him just a crying little bitch. Like, who's just looking for his daddy's approval. And, like, to me, it hurts, you know, where Shang Tsung is a really good villain. Even though you know he is the servant of Shao Kahn, because because Raiden mentions that, you don't see Shao Kahn until the very, very, very end. They should have just mentioned Shinnok in this. And 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 not actually just shown him. Or done, like, sort of the the Emperor thing from Empire Strikes Back where you just see his face, you know, floating or something like that. Because Shinnok was a big deal in the video games, you know. So I didn't even pick up that he was Shinnok until the very, very end where I think they mentioned his name. And I said to myself, did they say Shinnok? I, I honestly I didn't know until yeah. until that point. I go, did they say Shinnok? I'm not going to rewind and find out. Well, no, yeah. I was like, we'll figure it out on the podcast. But yeah. the fact that you bring it up now just confirmed that um, they should have just saved it. Truthfully, as a yes. Mortal Kombat fan, as someone who they were clearly kind of trying to go for, they sh- he didn't even he doesn't even look like Shinnok. No, to be honest, I, yeah, honest with yeah, you, yeah, he looks he looks like a poor man's Merlin. Yeah. Kind of does, but so that that just pissed me off. Shao Kahn's not badass enough on his own to be like a Darth Vader to to just have you know this other character. But like it should have been the same kind of thing where just don't really introduce him until you know another movie. Well, again, I mean, think about it. Like that makes Shang Tsung even that much lesser. In yeah, the first, he's just the man behind the man behind the man. Yeah. So it's like this should have been Shao. Like why Shao was Kahn- Shinnok even there? So at the end of the day. 
Shao yeah. Kahn didn't need any more motivation. I think we can all yes. assume that if he failed, the Elder Gods would kill him. Like We can sure. all assume that something bad would happen if he failed just by doing this. We don't need his quote-unquote father, Shinnok, telling him that if you don't do this, I will consume yeah. your soul. It's his, like we, His we, motivation, he wants to conquer Earth. That's all we fucking need. He doesn't need like a fear factor. He doesn't yeah. need to be like put in his place. No. Oh, his daddy issues is Ugh. what it is now, which we'll come back to, but it's fucking awful. All right, let's keep moving. We're just going to try and keep moving. This is going to be a long one, yeah. guys. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Liu Kang and Katana, yeah, they have like, you know, uh, romantic moments here and there. Um, nothing I really care about. Uh, and while they're doing, while they're kind of like having this moment after they got out of their weird ball thing, smoke kind of comes around them, like uh, the actual smoke goes around them. Then boom, we get the smoke character fighting them. Yeah, the, the cyborg so, smoke, the so, Lin yeah, cyborg smoke. It's not the smoke. real smoke. Isn't isn't yes. real smoke like the uh, like the one who looks like just a, a smoky version of scorpion? All right, so the smoke human form of smoke yeah. is, is a Lin Kuei ninja, same as Sub Zero. They're all part of the Lin Kuei, and he helped Sub Zero escape when the Lin Kuei turned all their ninjas into cyborgs. And this is Mortal Kombat three now, uh-huh. and Sub Zero gets away, and that's he's got that slash on his eye like yeah. the one here does, and everything. And but Smoke gets captured; he gets turned into a cyborg. So you have Smoke Sector's the red one, which you don't see in the movie, and then Cyrax is the yellow one, which you see later. Yeah, all three of them are Lin Kuei. Okay, cool. Help people out with that. I have no idea what you said to me at all. And just so you know, no one calls them. Cyrax and whatever they're ketchup and mustard. Yeah, everyone yeah, calls yeah. them ketchup, and I only my notes say mustard fought whatever. Like that's yeah. what they're called. Okay, yeah, agreed. I, and I, I I thought smoke was just like a human form smoke. I didn't know he was a cyborg as well. He was at one point a human form, yes. Okay. And then you play him as a human form in that's the twist in the Mortal Kombat Nine when they retell one, two, and three mm-hmm. is that smoke stays human. Sub-Zero gets turned into the cyborg, and so you play as a human version of Smoke in Mortal Kombat 3. That's the twist that they made. Okay. All right. Well, anyway, he's fighting Liu Kang. Um, I I don't like the cyborgs at all in this movie. Honestly, they're unnecessary. I think... And that, they don't explain no. that that they don't even explain what they are. They don't explain that they are Lin Kuei, you know, that were switched yeah. over or whatever and that are bad now. I, they do try to make them look like the arcade equivalent. They do. They, they yeah. try, but like I said, anytime they do anything other than stand there, it looks like their armor is just going to fall apart. It does because it's all plastic, and you see it bend badly, like plastic. Right. It's not good. All right. Anyway, uh, also in this fight, we see Katana's fans. Finally, she actually pulls them out, which uh, she didn't at all in the first movie, and she looks terrible doing she it. She does. Yeah. Like, and they every look, time she fights, she looks terrible. They don't look very good either. They give her one fight scene in this, just like in the first movie, <laughs> yeah. and they're like, "No, no, no more." Yeah. And Smoke shoots this rocket at some point out of his chest. Like, so that's the only thing that these fucking cyborgs do is they shoot shit out of their yeah. chests. Yeah. Um, but he shoots a rocket, and we see that it can like blow up an entire fucking bridge okay cool for that he's just about to shoot another one and then boom in swoops Iceman uh, uh, not Iceman Sub-Zero <laughs> now did you notice that he was dangling from his legs so that they have him entering like he's flying right yeah, yeah. well I thought and, he was kinda, I thought he was doing like a like a like an Iceman ice glide but I don't remember but he, he's on his stomach like he's he's uh, like yeah, flying yeah. like Superman on his yeah, stomach he and he's of, shooting his <laughs> shooting his laser beams out of his hand but how he's doing it 
is basically picture like a rope of ice and he's holding on with his feet. It looks ridiculous. <laughs> Just like his mask, his oversized mask looks ridiculous yeah. when he takes that off. Yeah. And this is the only time that he's in it. They uh, underutilize characters like crazy. Well, one, I don't really care about this Sub-Zero. Right. Because also they don't really talk, like, they don't really go through much of his storyline. They they just wham-bam characters like fucking nuts. In this right, because they're like, you have to include him in here. And he's only here to but deliver he- the message that Katana is the, the key to all of this, to stopping Shao Kahn. Yes, exactly. And, and to fight Scorpion. And to fight Scorpion. So that's, who, that's what comes on next. You know, Liu Kang is like, whoa, whoa, why the fuck did you save me? Because I killed your bro. I killed your bro. And he's like, I didn't come to save you. I came to save her. It's apparently, it's all about Katana right now. As uh, legend has it. As legend has it. And then we'll come back to that, that phrase. What an awful goddamn storyline. We'll, we'll, we'll come back to it. Part of my problem with this legend that you bring up, uh, because they do bring is it up. that it's wrong? Yeah, it's that it's wrong. They say, oh, Katana's the key to stopping Shao Kahn. Uh, according to legend. Like, that's the line. You must go. There will be others. I killed you in a tournament. You killed my older brother. So why did you help us? I helped her. Because legend has it, the princess is the key to stopping Khan's plot. So, my problem with that is... So there was a legend that Shao Kahn was going to, or allegedly there was a legend that Shao Kahn was going to do this. How come Raiden didn't know about this? How come, like, he didn't, like, bring it up to anybody? How come even, like, he shouldn't have even given a fuck about the tournament and should have been prepping for this if this legend was a thing? This is, and it's a, it's a new plot. This is a new plot that he hatched with, with his dad, with Shinnok. Yeah, which, which Well, they've been working comes, on it for a millennia, but, like, but, well, you're not telling anyone about it, so where yeah. does the legend come from? No and one the knows the day, about the legend. And at the end of the day, the legend is, is bullshit. Anyway, yeah, it is. So yeah. it's it's like so someone planted that legend just to have Sub Zero come in and tell it. Yes, to Liu Kang. I, I think they tried to make Katana a bigger part of the film than she really yeah. was. Like, it, and honestly, even like the the whole yeah, none of it was just. But uh, Liu Kang is like, I'm sorry, Sub Zero is like, like straight up like it's the legend, man. It's yeah, what the legend is that yeah. Katana is the, the key to this. But it's yeah. the, what legend? Why haven't no. we heard about it? We had, no one's heard about. It. Raiden should know about this legend, but he doesn't. And and if someone had to like say the Lin Kuei just know about it, right? Like say that, and they've been talking about it for a hundred years. I mean, so he had to go back like and actually plant that. All right, guys, we're gonna we're gonna plant this legend that Katana is gonna be the only yeah. thing that can. But it's gonna be false. It's gonna be great. It'll be a giant <laughs> trap. Maybe I guess if you plan something for a millennia, you can. Plant little seeds yeah. of, of deception every hundred years or so. Yeah. I'm not going to give this movie any but no, benefit of the doubt. No, we're going to move on. We're going to move on to the Scorpion-Sub-Zero fight. Uh, Scorpion comes out of nowhere. Kind of like hell just kind of opens up and he just <laughs> uses his, or whatever, and his, his he uses chains and he comes up to fight uh, for no other reason than... The producers, I'm sure, wanted a Sub-Zero Scorpion fight, which is... Because that was the only thing people were wanting from, I think, the first movie. Yeah. This is them trying to give the fans exactly what they were asking for in the first But it wasn't. It was a different Sub-Zero... Uh, it's a scorpion that you know. I he looks different. Yeah, it's not the, exactly. It's not the same scorpion either because we know that other one died. Johnny Cage killed yeah. him. So why the fuck are we having this other one? But no. the worst, worst part about it is uh, at the end of this fight. One, there's these, there's these cutbacks 
back to uh, during the entire fight, like we're cutting back to Liu Kang and um, Katana just on their reaction shots. It really hinders the fighting and like the action that's going on because we just keep cutting back to them and they're just like, oh, like what the fuck is going on? Like, I don't care about them. Just show me the fighting. Fighting's not that good. It's lesser. The yeah. fighting is lesser in this movie. It is very weak. Uh, but then, like, at some point, Liu Kang, like, gets away from Scor- or gets away from Katana. Scorpion gets behind Katana, grabs her, and yells, Suckers! And fucking teleports out. <laughs> like, peace, homie. Like, that was awful. I know. The suckers yell, awful. That was one of those times where I was like, can I just turn this movie off now and wing it through the podcast? Yeah. <laughs> Like that really hurts the character of Scorpion. It does. It does. And and I got nothing. I got nothing. It was terrible. We're gonna keep moving. Raiden takes Sonya to find her partner Jax, uh, and so uh, he's all, he kind of they took the big ball together. Uh, he goes off to go talk to the elder gods. She's going to talk to Jax. He's got his new arms. I think the the arms look fucking terrible. Yep. Um, because it's so obvious that they're just like not even perfectly molded plastic on his. Like they're just kind of like set on there. It's it. They look like, like hot, hot glued onto yeah, his like exactly, onto a piece of fabric exactly, or something, but not yeah. even well. Like they're just like they just look really really weak. It's one of those scenarios where I have seen cosplayers do something yeah. better than in this movie. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Hands down. Like they just they look really really rough. And they don't even explain sort of why he did this. No. So he just chose to have these implants happen, yeah. and he's stuck now on this operating table. There's yeah. no doctors she, around. She walks in and is just like, oh, hey, Jax, wake up. And it's like, whoa, your, your partner's in a fucking operating table. Like, do you just assume that he does this kind of shit all the time? Yeah, I guess so. She's, well, she does say, like, what did you do to yourself yeah. this time? Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. And, and then he's like, oh, cybernetic enhancements, just like yours, but, like, five times stronger. And like, she's a dick to him, and he's a dick to yeah. her. I don't feel like they have any chemistry in no. this because they're they, always bickering they like do an not. old married couple. It's horrible. <laughs> it is. Jax. 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 Hey. I thought I was supposed to be rescuing you. Yeah, well, I couldn't wait. What the hell have you done to yourself this time? Mm, cybernetic strength enhancers. Takes what you've got and quadruples the muscle capacity. You've got a real confidence problem. Do you know that? Mm. And to help with their bickering, to move it on, Mustard comes in. Uh, what's his name again? Cyrax. Mustard. Okay, Mustard comes <laughs> in and he starts fighting. And again, the fighting is not fucking good. Uh, at one point, you can see Sonya Blade grabs his well, like, well, chest he, plate. In he the comes back. in with well, he comes in with a bunch of uh, yeah a with bunch other, of people. other people. I don't care about the other people. I don't okay. care about anything here. This movie You're sucks, right. Corey. Right. Why okay. the fuck are you trying to give more plot know. points? <laughs> but yeah, there's other fighters too. And Jack says, "I'll take the bi- I'll take the main guy." Uh, and Sonya's like, "All right, I'll take these other people." The entire movie, she just takes the other people. Like, she does say she, that. The leftovers are yeah. fine with me. And, like, why would... She's, she is an established fighter for the film. Why isn't she fighting Mustard? I guess just because we saw Jax with his new arms. He's a new character. We yeah. want to see him fight. But whatever. You're right. Anyway, this, this is not interesting. <laughs> it's not interesting. At one point, she grabs his, like, chest plate in the back to flip him over. And you see it bend, like, off of his body like it's shitty fucking plastic that you bought at Toys R Us. Yes. It looks so bad. Yes, you do you do see that. It's the most elaborate move and then she she goes and does her fatality. Yeah. Which is terrible. Yeah, what was Did her? you see that? The what? when she blows the All right, so 
What, she throws, I don't even know her for tail. When for she tail. throws mustard into the wall and like oh, sparks are flying yeah. and everything's on fire, she was that picks, was that what that was? She picks up that powder. Yeah, and the she powder. Blows it she blows and it powder. catches yes. fire. So her Mortal Kombat one fatality is she blows this kiss at you that turns you into like turns you into a skeleton. It burns you to death. Right. Uh-huh. That was her fatality in the first one. It's always been sort of her thing is that she blows okay. you a kiss or blows fiery thing. See, at I don't you. need that kiss right. from her. But they, again, they did had they get to, rid of that eventually? No. Oh, they made it more like sort of realistic, meaning like they oh, made she kisses it into, like you. that's yeah. fine. But yeah, like the blowing the kiss, like. Eh. But but again, that was them trying to show a move. Okay, like a God. fatality. I that had was no the idea. only one of the few fatalities we actually see yeah. in this movie, and it doesn't look good. The graphics no. are awful. As no, he, like, they're terrible. As he burns to death, and then this weird dragon thing flies off of his back. And just flies away. Terrible CGI. <laughs> Anytime there's CGI in this movie, it's terrible. Yeah, just just know that. All right, we're cutting to Shao Kahn's uh, place, apparently, uh, and his generals are squabbling. And I just... I, I, Motaro and uh, Shiva are, like, squabbling between each other or some shit like that. I did not like that dynamic at all. It really made them pathetic, uh, where they should be, like, you know, Shao Kahn should be fucking feared, and, you know... It, the, their generals should be like Grandma fucking Tarkin and be like a fucking badass. You know, you are afraid of Emperor Palpatine. You're afraid of Vader. You're afraid of fucking uh, Grandma Tarkin. Like, all of those people are badasses. Like, all of the top people. And these should be top people. And they're just like little fucking bitches. I hate them. And they're not his generals. No, well, they're that's not. The, well, no, that's the sad part. So Raiden at the beginning, yeah. here's, here's where the terrible script comes into play. Yes. Raiden calls them his generals. Yeah. But then here we establish that Rain, he, once he kills Rain, Rain yes. was actually the only general, and the rest yeah. of them are now vying for power of the general. Yeah. So they can't even get the, the script no. correct. No. This is, yeah. It fails on a script level already. It does. It's rough. And yeah, uh, Rain... As you mentioned, Rain gets killed. Uh, we didn't give a fuck about Rain no. anyway at this point, and so he's dead. Okay, he re- yeah. re- and really the only reason that he died is because Shao Kahn is like he's bringing back his daddy issues. Like that's why he killed him because he was like bringing back shit that like his dad made fun of him for, and he's like, oh fuck it, I'll kill Rain because I'm, I'm, I'm he's a bully. I'm, yeah, he's and a bully. he said that he did not get Cabal and Striker to I guess beg for their lives or scream or something. Yeah. So, anyways, that those are references. Those yeah, are Easter other eggs. Characters. Striker made his first. Cabal's the guy Cabal. with the big fucking eyes yes. that pop out, right? and he, had the, he has the blades. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And then Striker's the cop looking dude. Okay. So both of those guys. That was a reference to Mortal Kombat three. Yeah, which I did think was weird that they bring up like, oh, they, these are human fighters um but like if they were the best human fighters we would have seen them at the fucking tournament around this point in my notes i've written everything is terrible about 15 times <laughs> and but i've also written what is the plot i don't understand <laughs> yeah. so like what are we actively doing so our main characters all they're doing is recruiting other characters what and the villains what are they doing are we really just buying time for these yeah. six days like yeah. is that what it is or like they're just out fighting champions like we're gonna go fight champions I don't, but what's happening over these six seven days yeah, like, i have no idea what is like happening to like us like you they, and me yeah. like what does this world like earth look like yeah. that that like all these people are falling out of the sky and i don't understand i don't understand like the main plot of this film like where it's supposed to be going what are we supposed to be doing at what is the hero's journey here sounds about right yep <laughs> okay uh cut to a commercial, cut to a commercial. <laughs> You know what? It's about time for a whiskey break, just because I I cannot talk more about this movie before I need more whiskey. All right, we have poured some more whiskey uh, because I cannot go through more of this movie 
so without it. Yeah, yeah. I need to just get drunk. Uh, in case y'all are curious, uh, we are drinking Bone Snapper Straight Rye. It's a rye whiskey, uh, and it's not bad. Before we were drinking um, uh, Chivas Regal Scotch. Uh, nothing crazy. If you guys like whiskey like I do, there you go. So, and I, and anyway. I appreciate you bringing it over. Yeah. Thank you. I'm I'm getting a little twisted at one thirty in the afternoon. Yeah, uh, I don't mind rye. I like bourbon better than rye typically, uh, and Irish whiskey a lot. I like bourbon and water. That's uh, yeah. I, I call that my old man it, drink because that's what my dad drinks. Definitely an old man drink. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's get back into. Yeah, can, we just, can we just keep talking about alcohol? <laughs> yeah. I don't want to talk about this movie. Yeah, anymore. halfway through, we're just gonna say fuck this. Let's just talk about other shit. And, yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, we have a duty for the people who are actually listening to this podcast. I don't know if anyone is going to get this far into the podcast because there's no way anyone got this far into the film. We only watched it because we were doing it for the podcast. <laughs> and so I have a feeling everyone has stopped listening. If they haven't, oh no, I, I appreciate you, but I, I'm sure you have. The, the best is yet to come. Nightwolf's animality. Oh God, Nightwolf's animality. Okay. Do you All know right. what an animality is before? Animality, yeah, animality is like a fatality, right. but where you turn into an animal and you kill them. You know, yes, it, it's, yes, it's, it's, yes. it's it's like it's when they went stranger after I think it was like Mortal Kombat two or three. I don't remember. Mortal Kombat two introduced friendships, and Friends, that was yes. kind of the first strangeness. Okay, yeah. Mortal Kombat three introduced animality, babality, babality, all the bullshit, yeah, all the yes. weird shit. Yeah. Uh, and so yes, it, it started that. So I knew I knew what that was. Uh, okay, we're getting into Nightwolf, which Raiden basically just tells. You know, Liu Kang, he needs to go find Nightwolf. And we have, without question, the longest fucking establishing shot. I don't know if you remember. This I, pissed me off. We're in, like, this desert. It's like Monument Valley in Ohio? No, I'm sorry. Uh, Utah. Uh, Utah, there you I go. Th- yeah, yeah, it's something like that. But it's, like, a very deserty look. That's where uh, Nightwolf apparently is, that Liu Kang has to find him. But there's a shot that just takes panning. It's just panning across to then see Liu Kang kind of walking in this desert. It's 19, almost 19 seconds long. That's insane. That is a fucking lifetime for a single shot to be on screen. Especially in a movie like this. Especially. like You need to have quicker cuts. You need to get through this movie faster. And I've seen better desert cinematography than this. So yeah. it wasn't even that impressive. No. Yeah. Nightwolf shows up. As a wolf. <laughs> As a wolf? And, and in his animality form, apparently. Yeah. So he first they first get a, a legitimate wolf to kind of just like leap to camera, and you have this POV shot of Liu Kang fighting off the wolf, which looks bad. <laughs> I mean, it's just Robin Shu, like yeah. just holding onto the camera. Shaking. <laughs> shaking and screaming for his life. It's the best acting he's ever done. And then we cut to Nightwolf like halfway turning from a wolf. To a human. They didn't need that CGI. You could have just had night the, the actor getting up off of like all fours, you know, the way you cut it and everything. Yeah. That would have been so much better in our head. Or or do it from like uh, you're seeing the shadow, I guess it's, it's during the... No, no, it was night. No, it was at nighttime. Yeah, yeah. But like a shadow from the fire yeah, or something. Yeah, you could do that. And have the shadow go from wolf to man or something. But like what they did was not good. They CGI'd a wolf head onto yeah. a poor actor's body. I will say it probably looked better than most of the CG in the movie, but it did not... Like That's that's not saying it was good. Yeah, no, I The agree. whole movie graphics were awful. I wonder how it compares to what was it a were- American Werewolf in Paris? Oh, not even close. I watched that. I watched that less the, than a year ago. The Paris one, the sequel. Oh, one? oh, you're right. That, that was, was when they used CG. the CGI. Wo- uh, I remember liking that when I was when it came out. I, I never saw it. I saw it. Yeah, and I think I only liked it because there were boobs in it. Well, sure. And I was a kid when it came. Were they out. Euro, Euro boobs? Yeah. <laughs> I love Euro boobs. French boobs. Yeah. Uh, anyway, 
Liu Kang apparently needs to learn his animality. Uh, and <laughs> come on, has, come on, man! Yeah, this is ridiculous. Yeah, this has, is horrible. It is. Everything is terrible. <laughs> Why does he have to? When he turns into his animal, I know. No. Let's, let's wait. Just wait. Save it. Save it for later. <laughs> you know what though? What? Night Wolf looked video game accurate. Yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Uh, let's, the Liu Kang goes into this weird dream state. Uh, which includes some old footage from Shang Tsung. We get a, a quick clip of Terry Tagawa again. That made me happy. It did. It made me happy, too. And then it made me immediately sad, remembering that he's not in this movie. Yeah. Uh, and then we kind of get a, some bad graphics as he kind of feels his animality. You have to feel your animality. And he's turning into this. What I always see is he's got yellow eyes and, like, greenish skin. And which, that's, so, I mean, we know it's going to be a dragon because that was one of his fatalities in yeah. Mortal Kombat 2. Where he could grow into a dragon and eat you. Yeah. Which was kind of the start of the animality trend mm-hmm. was Liu Kang being able to do that. Yeah. So, again, they're really trying hard to yes. make this fan-friendly, kind of bringing, making it fan service as possible. Agreed. Um, as he wakes up, he sees this character, Jade. Who's this uh, very skinny Asian girl who is basically like no clothes on at this point? She is, yeah. Uh, And she tries to seduce him at this point, uh, which doesn't work. So instead, they fight. (laughs) That's. I think that's how dating goes. That's from my understanding. Pretty much. (laughs) And I want to say this was maybe maybe my least favorite fight of the film. They did not look good. She was not a good fighter at all. And you thought Katana was bad, yeah. man. Like, yep. she, she was worse she than was. Katana. She was. Uh, and then she's like, ha-ha, fooled you. This was a test. And he's like, oh, shit. I didn't know this was a test. Like, this, none of this makes any goddamn sense. It will later, it, I guess. Kind of. <laughs> but, all right. Uh, we cut to Katana is in a cage. And uh, Shao Kahn is talking. She spits in his face after drinking something. And her spit is terrible. It hitting his face is terrible. <laughs> like, she didn't even do, like, a good... <laughs> like, she did, like, a... <laughs> and it, was, it looked awful. I'm sure I spit all over your that, shit. That's fine. <laughs> <sighs> but it's just whatever. Exactly. It's also, just whatever. Also, didn't in the first movie say that Shao Kahn was, like, her adoptive father or something like that? Well, that's... that's or is that the, the storyline in the film? I mean, it's the, the video game storyline. I can't remember... If they even talk about no, it, no, I, I, oh, I could have sworn, sworn like when Katana first appears, like at, you know around the tournament, they're like oh, that's the the adopted daughter of the, Shao Kahn or something, the princess, like that. Yeah, 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 the about, princess about world or something. Yeah, I mean that's what it, she is in the the video game, and then because Sindel was her mom, and then when Shao Kahn conquered Outworld, he took you know he took Sindel as his bride, and then he took Katana as his daughter. It was kind of almost like a thanos scenario where he kind of yeah. like raised her and kind of taught her and i everything. hate how you pronounce it it's thanos and you always say thanos think, is that my maryland accent i have no idea but it bothers the fuck out of me <laughs> go down to the beach hon <laughs> thanos yeah very similar to thanos in infinity war yeah so because they were clearly <laughs> ripping off mortal Kombat. Uh, yeah. uh, well it doesn't it doesn't really play out that way in this film uh, i don't think i don't doesn't feel like they had uh, that kind of rapport, right? It, yeah. So, but, so to, to yeah. back to your point, it didn't feel right here. No. Whatever they were trying to do, it didn't feel right, and the like the whole katana thing felt very forced and, and pigeonholed yeah. into this sort of scenario. Yeah, yeah. And so it just it just shows that it, they're having issues writing wise, being consistent with the first movie. Yeah. The, so. This is this is this is a failure at at every level. 
except for the costuming department, they did a phenomenal <laughs> yeah. job. But from the ground up, everything sucks. Everything is terrible. Yeah, everything. <laughs> that is your that is your line of this podcast. You need to, when you do the description on this, just start it with everything is yeah. terrible. This is the yeah. episode where we uh, talk about Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Yes. Uh, we then cut to Sonya and Jax and. Their absolute lack of dynamic is still being shown right here. Like, she's being very closed off, but, like, they have no report. And they should have been partners, like, you know, for, for years. So, I mean, granted, years enough. Because apparently, because we know Kano killed Sonya Blade's partner earlier. That's why she has trust issues. Yes. She doesn't want to get close to anyone so they don't get killed again. Yeah, Jax but they, is her new partner. He's always trying to get close to her. But they play they it. don't it's feel just, that way It's in this. too hard, they though. They feel like yeah. assholes. Both of them yes. are assholes. Yeah. Uh, and we then get a fight that happens. The, the the mud fight the most misog- yes. the most misogynistic oh my God, fight you're, yes that's it Melina we get Melina from fucking nowhere yeah where the fuck did like this is and you don't even get to see her mouth no well the problem is Melina in the in the video game is a clone of Katana right right so she is a mixture of Katana and the the race of people that are Baraka the Turkatans Ter- oh so, yeah, yeah so you know yeah. Baraka so that's why she has the teeth. So she's a mixture of Katana yeah, and Baraka, see. but in this, you don't see the teeth. And yeah. she's basically just an assassin. I got no problem with the fact that she comes out of nowhere. The problem I had, I was like, this is very sexist while I was it, watching Oh, yes, it. because it, it was a very wet mud that mud, they're fighting in. And they, it, was, oh. it was two women fighting. It was Sonia and yes. her, and Jax was off doing his, his own thing. Yeah, he was fighting some other people. I don't remember. And sadly, I mean, I'd say Melina's costume didn't look terrible, no. but we didn't really get to see it. She didn't really do anything, and she did she even die? I, where did she go? Did she disappear? I don't, I don't even uh, fucking remember. No, no, I, she... Yeah, like the, the dragon, she died... Uh, the dragon falls off of her and maybe she, like, melted or something. I don't fucking know. I don't remember. I've purged this film, and I, I watched it this morning as well. You, did you purge it as you were watching it? Just <laughs> yeah, purge, just purge, like purge. I wrote down my notes, and then I fucking was fucking yeah. done. My problem also is, so, they didn't use the same actress as Katana. Uh, Which you should have. You're, I agree with you. Why didn't they do that? I mean, because, one, because she she's can't not, fight. Yes, that's it. I, Melina, yeah. you could tell, because she was masked, yes. she was probably one of the best fighters in the movie, yeah, yeah. because she was just probably just a stunt woman, you know, just a fighter. Yeah. But I agree with you. It should have been yeah. her, it, Katana. Yes, it absolutely should have been. But yeah, like the... And then there's this, then there's the CGI monster. Yeah, oh my god. Yes, I was just about to get I was, I was still kind of on the mud fighting, but yeah, the CGI monster again kind of comes out of nowhere. It looks like a really big beef like steroided version of reptile from the first movie. Yeah. And it's uh it's about to like eat Sonya Blade or something and then in comes Jax and he beats it up with his fucking metal arms. And the way that they shoot it, he basically beats up its butt. Yeah, because it's <laughs> yes, facing straight true. ahead, and he's punching to the like screen left. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, he's just fisting it. He fisted its ass <laughs> to death. That's one way to do it. That'll get you the explicit content warning. And, and my notes at this point are seriously, my brain is hurting. We're only halfway into this film. Oh, no. Are you? God damn it. I, I just flipped my piece of paper over <laughs> yeah. my notes. <laughs> like, we're only halfway fucking through this movie. And, I, I mean, I know I, t- I take a lot less notes on the second half than I do the first. I, me too, because the next note I have is the Raiden versus Reptile fight. I just, I stopped taking yeah. notes. I was like, you know what? Adam will bring something up. Yeah. I'll comment. But I'm checking out for a little yeah. bit. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> so- God damn it. I'm done here, guys. No. This is painful. You're listening to our pain having to relive <laughs> yeah, this fucking movie. I hope this is entertaining. And I hope 
it, my my greatest hope in life is if this stops one person from watching Mortal Kombat Annihilation <laughs> I, or buying it on Blu-ray, yeah, yeah. just guys, if this is if you have a nostalgia for this, just don't keep going with this podcast, keep listening to us melt away into, into despair yeah. and madness, but don't ever think that you should watch this movie. No. All right. All right. Let's do it. Yeah. On to the the second half On of the to, film. Yes. <laughs> All right, uh, Raiden goes and sees the Elder Gods, who uh, they're like, uh, oh shit, you know, you're, you're basically, you're not going to be able to move on uh, with saving the Earth unless you want to give up your immortality. And then they give him a makeover, the guys from um, Queer Eye for the Straight Guy come in, yeah. and they do a whole little makeover scene, it's fantastic. I love it when he, and I love it when he rolls out, because he's clearly fishing for a compliment, he's like all smiling and swaggering, and Luke yeah. like, hey there. <laughs> yeah, uh, all right, there's... Some more scenes actually before they do. Oh that. shit! I'm sorry. But I know you're skipping. Uh, can we just jump ahead? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and by uh, the way, Elder Gods worst CGI ever in a movie. Yes. Oh my god. What? There's like a fire one, uh, an uh, air one, right. or a wind one, and a water one, and it looks really, really bad. Yeah. Uh, each one of them looks looks terrible. Uh, but yeah. Anyway, so they're like, all they tell him is, you know, do you want to? Are you willing to give up your immortality to save these humans? And he's like, we don't see the answer. We cut. Uh, we go. We cut to Jax and Sonya who run into Jade and Liu Kang. I I don't really like you know Liu Kang and Jade as a thing or whatever. Whatever the hell's happening has kind of happened between them, but whatever. Yeah, this is when Raiden shows up with his fancy new look. As you say, he's uh, fishing for a compliment. Yeah, fishing for a compliment. One of the things that made me laugh. He says the line, "What's the deal with those arms?" <laughs> Not exactly in Seinfeld. Uh... <laughs> no, but when he's meeting everybody, like with Jade and everything, and he just looks at fucking Jax, he's like, "What's the deal with your arms?" I've known you one minute, and you dissing me already. I, I, I thought that was funny. Honestly, Jax and Raiden had the best report the, in the entire yeah, movie. Probably. Uh, and basically, he tells Jax, hey, you don't need these fucking cybernetic enhancements. Just, you just need faith in yourself. No, no. He needs those cybernetic yeah, enhancements. Yeah, he does. I'm not going to lie. He's not. Yeah, he doesn't, like, lose those in the game, does he? Like, Well, in, in the game, those are actually his arms. Yeah. They're not something that is over top of his well, arms. Yes. They're actually his arms. So at that point, you can't ever lose them because your arms are gone I and have, they're rotting at that point. I have a theory that they pull them off later, that they kind of wrote this into the script because they were so fucking bad that they were falling apart. Oh, and they were yeah. just like, <laughs> I mean, probably not, but like... They're not; those aren't cybernetics. He's just wearing like a suit. He's just wearing a if suit. If they were cybernetic enhancement, they would be a part of his fucking arm, exactly. and they're not. They would because, have like when he rips them off later. Yeah, they would have like two tubes and stuff like that. Real quick side note: I know this episode's real long, but this is a personal one. My very first experience in the arcade with Mortal Kombat 2, I was so excited to play it. I, I couldn't wait. I was like, "Oh my god, Mortal Kombat! Uh-huh. I get to play it!" You know, so I run up to it. I choose Baraka as my first play, you know, uh, first time I ever play. Well, and I'm like, this is awesome. I love Baraka. He's really neat. I play against Jax as my first fight. I lose to Jax. He rips off my arm fatality. And I lose my fucking mind. First off, anyone who plays in the arcade knows that the computer doing a fatality was like one in a hundred chance. Mm. It, it barely ever happens. But it does happen. There is mm. like a probability to it. And the fact that it happened on my first first time and i mean ripping off baraka's arms like his arms are his weapons that's how this game hooked me that's how mortal kombat 2 grabbed me and just at that point literally never let go 
it almost lost me in this movie, but it never <laughs> let go. Okay. Uh, so as our foursome is kind of like there talking, Sindel and Shao Kahn are there. And Sindel does this big yell. Uh, you know, she's got like banshee qualities to her. And she's just like yelling, destroying this temple. And like they have to escape. So they teleport to Outworld just in time before they get crushed by everything. Well, can we really quick address the fact of why did you put into your budget the building of this miniature set for them to explode with her yeah. mouth scream? And then show everything. What's the yeah. point of it? Like, we just, you, yeah, we teleport like, away. I want to see you, it. Yeah, if you didn't build those miniatures, you didn't like it didn't matter, man. Like that's money that you could have saved somewhere else. Yeah. I and agree. time and effort. Well, energies. This is not about the money. This is about getting this out quickly to, in hopes that the fans would appreciate something fast, which they did not. They did not. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Raiden is uh, uh, here. Okay, we get Sindel shows up in Outworld. Uh, you know, they're in Outworld. I know I'm just skipping through some shit. They're in Outworld. Sindel shows up. They have to fight. Uh, Raiden is fighting some reptiles. Here's where we get multiple Ray reptiles. Multiple reptiles. Uh, we get. Ray Park doing a lot of the fighting in this one. Okay, did you notice that three reptiles appear at the beginning, but yeah, then he only fights two reptiles? Correct. Where does the other reptile go? No idea. Also, uh, we saw Scorpion teleport Katana to Shao Kahn. Where did Scorpion go? We don't see him again in the entire fucking movie. Yeah, he Why? was basically just like a messenger bitch. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Yeah. The fuck? Okay, moving on. All right. <laughs> God damn this movie. God damn this movie, uh, but he beats the reptiles. Which, uh, you see, it looked like it was the same set from the first movie. It might have been, but also, it doesn't make any goddamn sense because the whole storyline that we know about reptile doesn't tie into these reptiles. Yeah. They're just totally, they're just different people. They don't come become statues slash chameleon things. Yeah, what, they come out of the wall. Yeah, it's, it's stupid. Everything it's stupid. is terrible. Also, another thing that was really stupid was after he gets back from that fight, Sindel is just fucking done. Like, she's just been taken out. We don't out. even see the, yeah, the Sindel fight. It, it happened off screen. That was fucking awful. Yeah. Because apparently Jade took her out, and it's just, Raiden's skeptical about Jade, but it was just like, this is... Do you think Jade will turn back? Yeah. I don't know. Okay, guys, can you feel my eyes rolling right now? Yeah. All right. Uh, Liu Kang goes to rescue Katana, and uh, here he fights... Baraka. At first, one Baraka, then multiple Barakas. I, I don't know much about the character I, in the game. I know there actually are multiples of like that race. Yeah, he, is he's, Baraka the leader? Yeah, well, Baraka's like their champion. Okay. Their, their, uh, their race is the Terracottans. Okay. So it's like, you know, Shiva's people is the same as Goro, and then Motaro, and then Baraka's people, the yeah. Terracottans. Yeah, but like, I don't like that there's so many. Like, they didn't. It should have just been Brock. It should have like, just had one. Like, you don't need yeah, the others. You don't need the others, and they didn't even do anything. No, they added nothing. They lost very quickly. I took a picture of the pause when, when Baraka's reveal. I almost <laughs> sent it to you as a text say, fuck you. Dude. <laughs> fuck you for making dude. me watch this. All right. He, his the, head it, looks <laughs> ten times bigger yes. than his body. Somehow he work, looks worse than the, the what he looked like in the video game. Just make him look like that. Yeah. It, Why did you have to make him look like this? He looks like an old 80s Clive Barker movie called Rawhead Rex, which is uh, a real deep horror cut right there that maybe one of you guys know what that is. But he looks like the, the, the prop from Rawhead Rex mixed with Pumpkinhead put on Ray Park's body because yeah. he was clearly shorter than uh, yeah. Liu Kang. Yeah. Yeah, he looked awful. 
Uh, he looked that like, probably to me, it was like, Ray Park, wasn't it? Uh, I don't, I, I, I'm I don't sure know. it was. It, I would be because yeah. he had so much makeup on. There's no yeah, point, it been you know, anybody. But it just looked. He looked like a big child to me. Like like they he did it's like, a, his like head. a like they took a toddler that has a, a head too big for its body and then they just blew it up. He looks like when Tosh Point puts yeah. on the baby <laughs> yeah. face and then dances around. Very naked. much. Yep, like. That's if they just what put, he looked like. They put blades on the arms. That would have been exactly it. I hated everything about that fight. Yeah. Um, agreed. The fight itself was really, really bad, too. Just no redeeming qualities from it at all. And then also, something I didn't like, Shiva comes in, a character who we've seen multiple times, and, you know, apparently could probably hold her own against this big centaur kind of character, comes in and immediately gets squished by the cage that Katana was in. And you don't even, like, see her go, like, splat. So, I mean, I know what this movie was, what, PG-13, I imagine? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it was so sad when it comes to the any of the deaths. There's no deaths in this film. No. You don't see shit. You don't you, you nothing's saw, on camera. You saw one grunt in the the, the mustard fight with Jax where yeah. he got hit by mustard yeah. we saw, like, you saw, net thing that made him melt. Did you, you saw, see that? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, of course, yeah. When he shoots those weird balls yeah, at the, the green people. things. Yeah, yeah, yeah and then yeah, they made the dome people. melt and then he like then yeah. Jax blocked it with his metal arm. You yeah, know? and he just chucks right. him off. That was but, like, so, you, that was you, had, so bad. you have that and then like then you have like this and then you know uh, did we already talk about uh Jade? Yeah, no we haven't No yet. we haven't got to Jade. Yeah, yet. So like every other death is kinda like you don't see it happen. It's like no, off yes. screen. Agreed. It's very weak. So, Katana apparently the, the whole legend for her mom is he, she just has to love her mother or some shit like that. It's, it's all about just they have to find the love between each other, and this will restore the fucking. It'll stop Shao Kahn somehow. I don't know. It, but here's where we find out that the legend was just bullshit. Right. It was all a, a lie that Shao Kahn propagated. Throughout the years or whatever, uh, which there's really not enough talk about this legend. This legend is all crap to me anyway. Uh, that I just I didn't give a fuck. And obviously I've I've been in fuck it mode for a while now, watching this movie, talking about this movie, everything about this movie. Uh, and so I just I can't. I just fucking can't. I, I can't anymore. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but apparently Sindel's still evil. Uh, Jade is actually evil herself. She's a double agent. Uh, what I thought was funny as hell was, uh, <laughs> right here, Sindel is just kind of like in the middle of them standing on like this little platform and she just starts spinning and she's just doing like this, like, she's just laughing <laughs> and like spinning around and then like teleports out. But I'm just like, my God, she's like, she's trying to like, I don't know, be like a witch or something, but it does not look good. It looks so bad. And just her spinning on this top in front of people. I wish I would have seen the dailies. I would have seen like the raw footage of her just like, oh my God. Right, without I, the special effects I'm, there. I'm, a, the I'm an effects. actress, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what did I do with my life? <laughs> I blew it. I blew it. Yeah. Uh, we and, s- and then yeah. Jay just kind of slinks off and she does. The, she's like, uh-oh, I'm out of here. So... All right, let's, so, let's real quick, let's analyze uh, this. Like, yes. What was, story-wise, what was the point? So you have, you have Sindel laying on her back. Katana, this is when Katana comes up, right? And then kisses her. I thought she was going to make out with her mom. Yeah. And, and then it's revealed <laughs> that the legend is wrong. It's like, okay, the legend's bullshit. Sindel just goes, ha, 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 and teleports. So was it just to get everyone to Outworld to rescue Katana? You don't need the legend for that. Well, yeah, you, just, well, <laughs> you just capture Katana. Same thing happens in the first movie. You capture one of them. The rest will come. We know this to be a fact. So you don't need a legend there. You just capture Katana and you know they will go. I, 
what is the point of the legend at all? Right, exactly. Have, so it makes no, like, there's no reason for it. So our main characters think that when they get Katana to Sindel and Katana kisses her mom on the lips with tongue, that <laughs> everything goes there's back no to normal. There's no tongue. That's what they're expecting. Tell them there's tongue. They'll actually go out and see the movie. There's no tongue. I don't want them to watch this fucking movie. What if because of this podcast, like the algorithm for this movie goes up, people start like renting it on iTunes? Oh my God. What's the deal with this yeah. movie? Oh, all the but, tongue. So, all right. They're all there now. And Sindel's like, oh, no, now I got to escape. Like, you didn't have any contingency plan for when Katana meets up with Sindel? Do you see what I'm I saying? I don't, no, I don't, I don't see what you're saying because the, everything is confusing <laughs> to me right now. Because <laughs> Katana has never been the key in the, really right. any of this stuff. Uh, she also, she's not shown to be, like, the main fighter that is going to take down Shao Kahn. So why does he put her into this legend? The only person he fears the entire time is Raiden. And so, and rating gets neutered halfway through the film. Yeah. So, okay. So, I guess as a writer, you wanted Katana to have something to do with the story, but you couldn't figure out. So, Katana, yeah. Katana essentially becomes the MacGuffin, which is yeah, yeah, it's just whatever pushes the plot forward. But anything would like you could just just having them go to Outworld to stop Shao Kahn is the MacGuffin. Yeah, you, exactly. You don't you need don't, this legend. And, and and on top of it, you take Katana. That again is is that's the MacGuffin right there. They would say, okay, their friendship. But then you're like, no, 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 no. We can't buy the fact that Liu Kang and Sonya and Jax would go out to Outworld. We have to pepper in this legend theory that goes back like a hundred years, and the Lin Kuei yeah. has got to deliver this message. Bullshit. Everything is terrible. This is bullshit. It is. I've got way too many notes still. I'm going to start going faster. Jesus Christ, this movie. We find a dragon tattoo on the back of Raiden. Is the same dragon that we saw on Mustard and someone else. I can't even fucking remember who. Which essentially find it. It's a pass that you can travel with. It, yes. It's, 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 a, it's a metro pass. It is. To get, <laughs> to, get through the, to get through the realms. It is. We find out that he... Here's where we find out that his dad is the same. He's the brother of Shao Kahn and he has daddy issues as well. His dad is Shinnok. Yeah, dad Shinnok, uh, who's an elder god. Boom. Oh my god. Big reveal. I just got M. Night Shyamalan right here. Uh, I did not. <laughs> no one did. No one, no one did. Uh, all right. Shao Kahn is displeased with Jade, who we didn't mention up. She kind of like slinks away from that one scene. But her facial acting really made me think at some point, like, well, wait a minute. Is she actually a double agent? Or has she now have feelings for Liu Kang? And does she want to join in? Because... Her face kind of made me feel that way. We cut to Shao Kahn, who's displeased with her, and just feeds her to a fucking demon reptile. Yep, monster. that's it. And that's it. And no then, more. And it's done. Yep, that was, that was as deep as her character went. It did. And, and there was an awful belch at the end of it. Well, there's an awful CGI monster. <laughs> yeah, but it was the, just a terrible joke, though, and unnecessary. Everything was not. Uh, this movie is unnecessary. It is. It is. Um, all right, we're getting to, like, the big outworld fight scene. Thank God. Yes. Uh, you know, I have a lot of notes under my final fight note. Okay, so we're, we're kind of, it's going to determine the, uh, you know, the fate of Earth. Raiden and his father are, like, not getting along. We're kind of seeing them going on. Uh, Shao Kahn ends up shooting Raiden with this green blast, and he's fucking dead, and I don't really care anymore about Raiden dying because I don't really care about this Raiden. He's not as good as Christopher Lambert. He kind of sucks this entire time, and so I don't give a fuck that he's dead. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, And so everybody starts fighting everybody. 
I mean, we have Jax versus Motaro. Terrible. Kitana versus uh, Sindel. Terrible. Sonya versus Red Scorpion. Terrible. Uh, what's his name? Ermac. Ermac, Red Scorpion. Uh, and then Liu Kang versus Shao Kong. Absolutely terrible. Absolutely terrible. That's probably the worst one. Because uh, I don't think Brian Thompson can really fight. No, mm. I think he was just—I think he's just a big dude. Yeah, just a big dude. And also, I want to call out here. So, as these different fights are kind of going throughout the whole thing, uh, the score, the the score here. This is the absolute like pinnacle of all the fighting. Yes, it should be fucking blaring techno, hardcore metal, or something. And it gets like really quiet, and we, I don't hear shit for like most of these fights. It's just—it's really low. It's really awful. Like nothing is going on. Like we should be pumping. We should be going fucking nuts. And there is nothing that drives me through this entire fight scene. Adam, do you think maybe that the score is terrible? <laughs> it's everything is terrible. <laughs> I've heard. I have it on good assumption. Everything is terrible. Do, well, all right. So speaking of the fights, they try to actually pepper in some moves that yeah. characters have. Like, yeah, but um, like, they, but they haven't been successful the entire movie because they all no. suck and Jax does his ground pound yeah. which is kind of neat and it looked like shit yep it did and Ermac did a move that's not Ermac's moves and it looked like shit yep and it did Um, and Mataro he kind of just swung his arms around and a little bit and he entirely looked like shit yeah. everything Mataro looked like shit why were his mouth why was his teeth so big <laughs> I don't know why, why everything I don't know. I'm actually really, really pissed off of how they treated Sonya Blade at this point because she's fighting Red Scorpion slash Ermac, uh, and he ends up like making a clone of himself. It looked like that Noob Saboot kind of. Yeah, it was, I, I feel like they tried to say, "Hey, that was Noob Saibot right yeah. there," but that, yeah, no- Ermac doesn't have that power. Okay, all right. So she's fighting. He's made a clone, but my problem is. She's basically, she whines, Jax, I need help. Like, she's fucking crying for her partner, Jax, which I know is the whole thing that... That's supposed to be her character growth, yes, that she but did, it's is, not. isn't good at act, asking for help or whatever. To me, it devalues her as a fighter. We've seen her kick ass before. I mean, like, not really. Yeah. No good fighting, but she is, quote-unquote, kicked ass. She should be able to handle this guy, and she can't. And she has to, like, beg Jack. She has to beg a man for help. And it's just like, God damn it. Sonya Blade should be better than that. Not to mention the fact that she asks, and then Jax has to, like, do... 10 minutes of fighting on his own like he has to go through his own internal like he has yeah. to tear off his arms and yeah. be like I am better than this and beat up Mataro so she looked like she was in peril right there if this was a better action movie when he would have been over there quicker yeah, she would have been dead by this yes. point she would have had Ermac would have done a fatality on her by the time Jax even got over there yeah I, I agree uh, the timing was just terrible. It was. It, yeah, the, the, the pacing of the, this fight scene took way too long for right. everybody. And it, Dude, how sad is it that this movie, it's the climax fight scene, and I'm like, please let it end. Like, yeah. this should be where the, all the yes. fun is. It is. This movie has no fun. No, yeah. There's no fun in this film whatsoever. <laughs> Unless you're drinking whiskey and making fun of it. So let's try and have some fun with <laughs> yeah, that. Yes. <laughs> uh, all right, we're getting to the big point where Liu Kang has to build his animality and he has to you know come prepared for Shao Kahn uh, and he turns into this dragon this dragon creature which and I'm sure it did for you it pissed me off that this wasn't like a Chinese dragon. It should be like the long snaky dragon, like the Chinese dragon that it is in the in the video game. That's, That's his fatality in the video game. Exactly. The, the thin dragon that comes up in bay. It's like this fat 
pot-bellied <laughs> sort of, you know what it looked like? It looked like the fucking, the, the dragon that he wishes for in NeverEnding Story 2. <laughs> it looks fucking like shit. It does look really fucking bad. I mean, it's terrible. It's not just terrible CGI, terrible, terrible, but yeah. the, design the design of it is it terrible. Why they didn't go with the Chinese dragon makes no fucking sense. I, 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 it just maybe they realized they couldn't design it, or they couldn't have it float properly, or something. I don't know. But well, it, Shang Tsung's animality was, I guess, a little bit th- like a thin sort of creature. So maybe they're like, well, we don't want Liu Kang's to be thin well, as well. Well, I, I don't you, know. Oh, you, I don't you, know. You said Shang Tsung. You mean um, Shao Kahn? Oh, yeah, Shao Kahn. His, his sorry. was like yeah. a Hydra. It was kind yeah. of like a weird yeah. snaky head Hydra that looked pretty fucking bad. Uh, all both of them looked really fucking bad. Not badass. Yeah, but not like, badass. Just shite. Yes, um, but it just it really pissed me yeah. off because it was like a very humanoid dragon where it needs to be. It needs to look exactly like the dragon from Dragon Ball Z. Right. It, that, that should agreed. be one hundred percent agreed, and yeah. that's what Liu Kang's fatality did look like. Yeah. So I don't understand what happened here. Yeah, the, and, the, and is this is this the part where they kick in the Mortal Kombat music when they when the Elder Gods say uh, Mortal Kombat? Just about, this will, yeah, yeah. This yeah. will be decided in, in Mortal yes, Kombat. Yes. So they're well, oh. they're still fighting. I just want to bring up how. Well, we don't need to bring it up. We've already brought about how bad their their their, their digital fighting. Oh yeah. looked. I think like we can all assume. Moves, yeah, we can assume. As we brought up at the very beginning of this podcast, the graphics are terrible. The, the, everything is terrible, guys and gals. Just everything is terrible, and of everything being terrible, this fight scene of the CGI creatures, of the CGI animalities, is the most terrible of everything being terrible. Mm-hmm. The one thing that I took note of was when they kicked off the Mortal Kombat yes. theme song. Yes, the Elder Gods, as the, you mentioned. The Elder God says Mortal Kombat, but then they put the Mortal Kombat scream on top of his line saying Mortal Kombat, but it doesn't like... No, link up it does, and, and so like why did you even do I that I don't I don't care at this point because everything is so fucking terrible that once the Mortal Kombat theme song kicked back into gear I was like oh thank god something I like mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was just like alright oh I enjoy that music and that helped the movie for just a tiny bit a nano just a <laughs> nano point of a help right there yeah so now back in their human form Shao Kahn and Liu Kang are fighting one of the things I didn't really love was Shao or uh, Liu Kang beats Shao Kahn with this. It's a cool like you know backflip with his and it kicks him in the face, knocks him upstairs. Yeah, knocks him upstairs. It looks cool enough. Like that is probably like one of the best moves like that I saw. But it didn't seem like a good finisher because in the first movie they were doing normal fighting and then he finished with his fucking fireball. In this movie. He turned into a goddamn dragon, and now he just kicked the guy in the head. And, yeah. like, you just kick him in the head, and then you won. Like, it, it, it really it's is the super exact opposite. It's yeah. the exact opposite of how the first one went. Yes. And hearkening back to what we talked about earlier, it's, it's the first one was so great because each special move felt special. Yes. And here, like you said, holy shit, like, why didn't he just bite his head off as his animality form? Why didn't Liu Kang just kill him in his animality form? I would have been so much happier with that yeah. than what we saw here. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, and, and then for some reason, Shao Kahn turns into like a weird, like the, the thing on his tattoo dragon like busts out of his entire skin and he kind of like melts or whatever and it flies away. Or... And it's supposed to be gory, but it just looks like shit. It looks awful. And I didn't understand what the hell was going on. Like, just let him die. Yeah, I Like, know. what is that thing that flew off? Just let him die. Yeah. It didn't happen to Raiden when Raiden died and he has the same fucking tattoo. Yeah. So what the fuck was that? I don't know. And then Shinnok got sent off into the Phantom Zone. 
Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what happened. He got put into these little like mirror, fold, mirror he got folded. folded up into an envelope and sent off to the Phantom Zone. Yes, and they make Raiden the new Elder God of the Air or whatever the hell. Probably he, of lightning, I guess. Yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. Shinox would have been. Whatever, yes. Um, and Katana and Liu Kang kiss, but it's honestly, to me, it's kind of weird because they haven't had any kind of romance for a long time. And the whole thing with Jade in between, I was just like, what the fuck is going on? Like, I, I kind of forgot that they were even a couple. It just felt very, very strange. Uh, and the movie ends with the Mortal Kombat seal, uh, and we get some techno and the credits roll. Yeah, it's garbage. It's fucking garbage. Uh, all right. Let's go into our final thoughts. We have been vehement about how disapproving we are of this film. I would be shocked to hear that you lied to me the entire time, just like they did with that legend of Katana, and you actually loved this movie. God, that would probably be the best fucking thing in the world if you told me this was all an act and you really loved the film. Is that the case? I wish I could say it was. (laughs) I I really do. That would be a good podcast right there. This has been the longest Oh, it's 2 o'clock now. I started watching this movie, I think it's 7 a.m. It's just, bro, this is the longest day of Mortal Kombat my entire life. It's the most pure garbage I've ever seen with no redeeming qualities, no reason to, to even revisit it. I knew it was garbage at the time, and it's garbage now. I will say, uh, let's let's try to put some positivity into the universe. I'll say that they at least tried with the costumes, they, I mean, even down to Ermac and, and Rain and stuff, they really tried to make it look like Mortal Kombat 3. Uh, Scorpion especially, they tried. Sub-Zero looked like shit. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. I think maybe his head was too small. Like, I don't know why it didn't fit well into that mask. Yeah. Yeah, that's about the only thing I can possibly say in a positive note about this film. Everything is terrible. That is correct. Uh, you said pretty much everything I mostly wanted to, but I do want to add... To me, like what wraps up this film uh, is that they really, really dove way too hard into the CG on this film. It's like the producers looked back and rewatched the first movie and saw like Reptile, the CG of Reptile, and like, we need more of that. That piece of shit that looked awful, I want an entire movie of that CG. That's what we're going for. <laughs> That's, That's the level, guys. Yeah. Guys, they set the bar there. That's it. Yeah. Uh, I seriously thought I was going to find some kind of cheesy fun in watching this movie, and I didn't. I could not, I I just couldn't find any enjoyment from this film. I I was barely getting through it. It really, really hurt. Uh, I was literally disgusted at myself for watching the entire fucking movie. So please don't. Do not go watch this film. And if if this podcast helps anyone, it helps that person who thought about wanting to watch the movie and yet we told you and helped you realize to not melt your brain for a, you know, a morning or an afternoon. Just just fucking go play a video game or watch the original. Do not watch Mortal Kombat Annihilation. It's not worth your time. Save your soul. Save your fucking soul and never watch this movie again. This movie is a fatality to yeah. your soul. <laughs> I'm just gonna go fucking cry. Oh my god, so bad, dude! I hated this movie so much. So bad, I hated it. And I wasn't even like I was kind of looking forward to. I was like, okay, let me see. But in my gut, I kind of remembered. I was like, I know this is gonna be bad. I didn't know it was gonna be this bad. Thank God for whiskey. (laughs) All right, let's get fucking drunk and high, man. All right, everybody. Thank you very much for getting through this episode. If you actually listened to us the entire time. You can tell our brains were done 
Uh, all right, Corey, uh, where can we find you uh, besides Blast from Our Past every now and then? You can also find me on the NSFW Gamer podcast with my buddy Noah. We talk about video games and all kinds of pop culture and all that kind of fun stuff. And if you want to hit me up on Instagram, I'm at Corey Nation. And uh, shoot me a direct message, as the kids call it, a DM. Okay. All right. Uh, in case you all were curious, we have a lot more sequels episodes that we could potentially get to. Uh, if you guys are enjoying this, let us know. We would love to hear any of your comments. Um, but, you know, between all the movies that John and I have done, there are so many sequels that we can do. And hell, just in Land Before Time alone, there's like... 12 or 13 sequels we can do so uh, we've got plenty of content to keep giving y'all and we're hoping you enjoy it and uh, thank you Corey for joining us flawless victory